Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. All right, Jeremy. So what are we talking about in relation to Guardians of the Galaxy this week? So uh, I heard this thing that the building has fireworks inside and if you kick a handrail with special shoe nothing please please don't do that i don't have anything missing the mouse podcast is not responsible for any kicking (laughs) of rails that might happen inside guardians of the galaxy if you get kicked out of disneyland we are so sorry but really you listen to jeremy that's kind of on you if you throw a rock at no 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 Did we talk? Did we already talk about the rocket uh, raccoon B mode thing? Oh no, we didn't. Uh huh. So that he broke. This actually, this story is actually from like a week or a week and a half ago now. Yeah, it was like five days after uh, Mission Breakout opened. Yes, yes. So five days after it opens, Rocket is dead, and well, something something was wrong, and so we have to go to to B mode. At least they had a good alternative. You know, they had a, a video of him. They did. They did. So, so, so in the... in, instead of just like having Rocket uh, talking, you know, out of nowhere, they actually had a, a B-mode showpiece to, to put up. Yeah. And I haven't heard. I'm assuming that's actually fixed by now. Uh, yeah. I, I haven't heard either. Sure. Surely it is. Or because I don't call me Shirley. Uh... Because I haven't seen Twitter blowing up on a daily basis about how horrible this is and how horrible Disney is at everything. And, and somebody would be saying that if it was still off. But it was interesting to me, number one, that it, that it happened so quickly that it failed. Uh, though I guess it's really that's less surprising because things are getting stress tested a lot more now than they were before. And who knows, some idiot guest. Maybe tried to throw a rock at it because somebody on a podcast <laughs> told them. Uh, That's but, on them. That's on them. But it was also interesting to see, like you said, that that they clearly had a B mode planned out uh, because they didn't just magically come up with this with this rocket video. Like, you know, the the show opens for the day and they go, "Oh, rocket's not coming out." Okay, somebody go make a video in the back. Right. It's animated ostensibly by marvel and it looks good and and i think if you didn't know any better i mean that's what the sh- you would think the show was yeah yeah so if they if they have to go to that i don't think it's a i don't think it's a big loss but now we can ignore guardians of the galaxy I'm a, unless there's something <laughs> else you want to add no okay no so, i i still after after all these weeks i still feel like that's a a you know, pretty good attraction and it looks like fun and the queue is amazing and it's just in the wrong place for now. Yeah. Yes. So let's talk express bus. Okay. Because that's another thing that you love is the express bus. Well, it's which something the, we haven't talked about in quite a while. I was about while. to say the express bus is still a thing. Shouldn't we, yeah. be, shouldn't we be talking? <laughs> wait, 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 here you go. The express bus is still a thing. And to my knowledge, there's still no permanent meeting place for it. There's still no permanent, uh, buildings involved with it none of that has actually happened that is the crazy thing to me is that we're still using sandwich boards to denote where to meet for the express bus and it's what six months in 
Yeah, yeah. When when we were at uh, Animal Kingdom, I recall seeing the the sandwich board back there in Harambe, you know, for for your mad or your express bus chicken was over this way, and I went, oh yeah, that is so, you know. And of course, we don't have or we didn't have the uh, the park hoppers, so we didn't care about that stuff. Right. But it is it is still a thing, and they are still using it. Even though I will say that when I scheduled our vacation and everything, we weren't offered anything. I never received any literature about it. So if I didn't already know what that was, I don't think I would have ever found out what it was. Maybe, maybe I missed something somewhere when we were, when I was getting everything signed up, but I don't recall seeing anything, but it is still there. And now they're making it a thing for, uh, annual pass holders by selling this, two month ticket i guess so basically all summer long pass holders can get a ticket that's good for express transportation for $59 each which value wise is amazing yes i think i that's think a if steal, i man. if i was an annual pass holder and i was planning on visiting even somewhat regularly i would definitely be all over that because there's that it's you're going to you're going to use that if you plan and also plan on visiting multiple parks just to not deal with security at each park. Yeah, that seems extremely worthwhile. Yeah, for sure. I think that that makes a lot more sense. I think I think this express bus thing makes a lot more sense as a pass holder perk. And I hadn't even considered that as a possibility until uh, we heard about this AP summer long ticket thing. But the way that they've rolled out express transportation and stuff. I mean, it hasn't been that that much, you know. You said they didn't even tell you about it, which seems crazy to me. But well, so clearly somewhere they still have the. I, I bet the 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 little one sheets or pamphlets, and maybe that was at check in, right. the check in debt, which you don't go to anymore because you your phone just tells you where your room is, and you've already got your magic bands. So I I don't doubt that you aren't capable of finding out about it, but it just didn't seem to be very in your face. At least in my experience, uh, and it sh- I just feel like it should be in your face, right? Because they uh, should be trying to upsell you on this, right? Right. And so I feel like this would be, this is something that just seems like you know, hey, if you're an annual pass holder, here's the thing, and then and then I guess keep advertising it the way that they are, which is not at all, and just let people who know about it pay for it, but make this an annual pass holder perk. That like if you're an annual pass holder, you just get express transportation as part of as part of your pass. You know, thanks for giving us you know seven hundred bucks. Uh, if they if they do this for annual pass holders, and I could see them making this a perk, it will be part of the the annual pass super platinum version. <laughs> you know, and that one will cost an extra three hundred dollars a year. But it comes with express transportation because I just I don't see them leaving that money on the table per se. But but they already are. They're not advertising it to anyone. They're just they are leaving so much money on the table because. okay, so what what does the week long one cost? Twenty nine dollars, I think, because it opened at 14 and 24 and then they raised the prices five bucks on each of them. Right. To 19 and 29. And I, I assume that's where they still are. I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard of any price changes since that. So they completely gave themselves no chance to get $60 from you. And how many other people are they just not even, they're not even trying 
to get $60 from parties of two. And that's not including families with kids. So I feel like they are leaving money on the table. Tons of it. They don't seem to care about it. It's just a thing that, you know, like what what that one, you know, there were cast members saying at the beginning, it's all bloggers, cast members, and, you know, people, quote, in the know. You know, there's there's not a whole lot of regular people, or there weren't a whole lot of regular people using express transportation. And the fact that they're giving pass holders $59 two month tickets seems to indicate that there still aren't a lot because yeah. it's it's not so busy that they're they're saying, well, we have no need for these people to be getting on it. So we're not going to offer we're we're definitely offering them this because it's something that we could upsell them on is what I'm hearing based on right. based on this this offering. But yeah, to me the the pricing the pricing is is a pretty good price point though I, I don't know because part of me says you know if you're if you're a family of four that's two hundred and forty dollars for two months but if you're a family of four you afforded to get annual passes for everybody right and that's like almost three thousand dollars yeah so what's so what's another two hundred forty dollars on top right. of that I don't know express transportation it, it just continues to be this thing that I don't I, I think I'd like it. I think it's it's, you know, smart and like you said, not having to deal with um not having to deal with security at each of the park entrances is great and and I think it's a it's a nice way to, to get between the parks, but Disney just does not seem to really care much about it. Yeah, so I actually just went through the went through the site because I kind of wondered, um, if you recall, we I bought my ticket separately. So when I made my, uh, my reservation, it was just for a room. And so I wondered, well, maybe if I made a reservation that was a room and came with a park hopper ticket, then they would of course offer it to, nope, they still did not. They still said nothing about it to me. See, they should push this the way they do uh, photo pass. And memory maker and all that, you know, like right where it's where it's not, like, do you want to add this? Do you want to add yeah. this? Do you want to add this? Yeah, don't don't make it a a big deal, but you know, memory maker is on there, and it's just this, you know, do you want to add memory maker? It's you know X dollars, and it gives you here are the perks, yes or no, and then you move on. And the next page should say, do you want to add express transportation? It's X dollars, and it gives you you know X Y Z features, and you just hit no and move on. It just it's baffling to me that that there's no no even mention of it. Well, maybe maybe this is just an extended trial <laughs> of the uh the express transportation, but the the news is if you are an annual pass holder, you can go get this $59 ticket if you somehow didn't know about it and express transportation does still exist. So if you are going to visit the parks and you have a park hopper, that that is an option for you. And if you are going to the parks and you're going to buy Memory Maker, that X number of dollars that Jeremy was just talking about <laughs> has increased. <laughs> so you have the one thing where, you know, we're now, we're now going to give people two month tickets for 60 bucks. And Memory Maker, meanwhile, is going up, what, uh, $20 for the, for the th- three days in advance and $30 for the same time purchase. So 149 169 were the purchase prices before which 149 remember you had to buy at least 3 days in advance mm-hmm. and if you bought while you were there well that's fine but from the time that you bought 3 days forward 
none of those pictures are going to count. You only get everything after that three-day period. It is now 169 if you buy three days in advance, up to 199 if you buy same day. You know, I went to Space Center Houston a couple of weekends ago, and we took a tour. And before the tour, they take your photo and they uh, in front of a green screen. And then when you get off of the tour, they present you with this photo. And they've already printed it and bagged it, and they're charging you know 30 bucks for it or whatever. And I cannot imagine the cost associated with printing every photo. Um, but apparently enough people are buying them. And the cost and the cost is low enough and right. enough more people buy them when it's already printed out that they've decided that's worthwhile, right? Right. And so like that when I saw this news about them increasing the price of the of Memory Maker, I thought about that because Memory Maker you're basically paying for infrastructure, online infrastructure. You're not paying for prints. You're paying for access to these photos. There is virtually zero cost involved on, on uh, Disney's side because all that it's doing is when your ride photo is taken or when you get a photo taken with any PhotoPass photographer, it is, you know, scanning your magic band and giving you access to those photos online. And you can print them at home or whatever. But at Space Center Houston, they had a cost involved. You know, they, they charged 30 bucks or whatever for your picture because you were basically subsidizing the 60, 70% of people who just walked right by the photo, the photo line. I don't understand why they keep increasing the price of memory maker. Okay, but is it not is it not a bit disingenuous to to make the argument this doesn't cost them any First of all, they're having to pay for infrastructure of the uh, and by infrastructure I mean the servers that are holding all of these photos at this resolution and the access to them and the people who build those systems and the redundancy that inevitably they have to build in because if you pay that kind of money and then your photos go bye-bye you get really, really upset about it. Uh, but they're, so, they're using S3, right? Uh, I mean, they're using Amazon. They're They've using, gotta be. They're using, some, they're using somebody, but, that, but here's the thing. S3, Azure, they don't, they don't just magically give you all of that stuff for free. You have to pay, and you're right. paying based on the amount of data that goes in and out, and that's a lot of data in and out. So they're, so they're paying for that, and... and the other huge, huge thing that you're paying for there are all of the PhotoPass people. Because if it was just ride photo passes, which ride ride photos were fifteen, twenty dollars years ago, right? Right, yeah. So so those were already ridiculously expensive, but now you've added these PhotoPass people everywhere you look. You can stop and take a and, and get this photo and that photo. And now they've got the photos where, you know, you hold out your hands and you're holding Tinkerbell and they have the, the frames that you can use and they've got the, you know, restroom photo that you can go take. And I'm sorry, I know that it's a tangled thing and you've got the, <laughs> the, the lantern, but at the end of the day, it's a restroom photo that you're going and taking. So they've, they've increased a lot of stuff and that's a lot of people to pay. And essentially you're doing the exact same thing that you argued that you're doing at Space Center Houston. You said Space Center Houston, it makes sense you're paying $30 because you're subsidizing it for the 60 to 70% of people that don't pay for it. 
that's the same thing that happens with Memory Maker. Not everybody who gets their Memory Maker photo is actually going to pay for it, but you're subsidizing, and you're subsidizing for the fact that that cast member is there for their entire shift. Well, okay, I don't, I don't necessarily see the correlation between my buying Memory Maker and the PhotoPass photographer that is there. I, I don't see in how Disney advertises Memory Maker and, and how I view it that like part of that is going to pay that photographer. I more, I more see, like, like you were saying, uh, subsidy and, and like at Space Center Houston, I think that most of their costs on Memory Maker are opportunity costs. I think, and I don't want to say nobody, but I think a vast minority of people were paying for those ride photos, you know. And I think even, even less now. And again, I don't, I don't even know. Are they printing those? Do they print those photos for you to get, or do they wait for you to say you want it and then print it on demand? Nowadays, they tend to, they tend to print the photos on demand. I think because they, you know, because they can print them out so quickly. Right. So. I just I don't I don't necessarily see that that correlation that you're making about the PhotoPass person because I see them as an employee of Disney and not necessarily a you know a separate like if if PhotoPass was a a corporation you know PhotoPass Corp and they're there taking pictures of you and you're paying for Memory Maker, but you're actually just paying for access to PhotoPass Corp's, you know, database of your photos or, or something. Well, and, and at the end of the day, a huge reason the price is going up is because they can. But right. it's also to, to argue that to argue that PhotoPass employees happen to work for Disney and therefore there should they're they're there because there's a because there is a demand for PhotoPass and they do work for PhotoPass Corp. Because within Disney, each line of business has to report separately, and they report, hey, because of us, we created these streams of revenue that wouldn't ar- already be there, and we had these costs, these expenditures, that, in- and Disney is looking at that on a, Disney doesn't, they don't look at the parks as, you know, all the parks made us this much money and cost us this much. They don't even look at it as Epcot cost us this much and made it this much. On some level they do, but then the person who's in charge of Epcot is looking at, you know, merch made me this much and, you know, food made food and beverage made me this much and ops made me this much and had these kinds of expenditures. So on some on some level, you are paying PhotoPass Corp for access to all of their stuff, because if suddenly people stop paying for PhotoPass, Disney's not going to have the money to to keep those all of those PhotoPass photogs on the on the books anymore and that doesn't inherently mean that they're suddenly going to be working it's a small world unload they could very well be without a job at that point because we no longer have a need for them so to some extent you are paying because they are increasing and that's and that's the thing i feel like when i went say five years ago or six years ago there weren't nearly as many photo pass people available as what there are now and that many more people is costing that much more money for Disney and they're not going to eat that cost. But the reason that they're willing to do that is because say that costs them $5 more year over year and, and $5 more per person who buys PhotoPass. Well, but then I can charge somebody $20 more because I've given them more value because there are more people available. And now there's videos available on some of my attractions and there's more ride photos available. You know, so I, 
I feel like, you know, again, at the end of the day, it definitely comes down to because they can is why right. they charge more money and they're a business. But I, I also think we're getting more for our money than we were a year or two years ago. Yeah. And I, I can definitely agree with that. I had not thought about the fact that there, you know, are separate profit and loss statements and basically separate, separate, you know, groups within that. And if, if a photo pass photographer was not necessary, you know, anymore that, you know, they may be out of a job, out of a job. Um, and I don't want that to happen. I mean, I love photo right. pass and I think, you know, I think memory maker is great. Uh, the year that we paid for it, 2014, I think. And, and again, when we went in 2015, we piggybacked on yours and it was awesome. And I think memory makers is awesome. Uh, it's just like the, it just seems arbitrary to me to build on another 30 bucks, but I can see what you're saying. I mean, I, and I agree with you. I think, you know, the, the adding of value and adding these videos and, and stuff is, is good. And it adds value. Uh, I'm just thinking practically about what that all actually means for Disney. I kind of, there's, there's a, there's a disconnect somewhere for me where I don't, I don't see the price increase matching with the cost increase. Oh, and it, and it doesn't by any stretch. Again, a, a, a big part of this is also because we can. And if, if these 169, 199, and honestly, I don't think it's going to, to move the needle that much. And clearly neither does Disney or else they wouldn't have made this change. But if say it does actually move the needle, we'll know pretty quick because we'll start seeing the, hey, if you come during this season, you get photo pass for only 169. <laughs> and, you know, there's this special right. addition, additional thing and uh, this benefit if you're getting the water park added onto your package where it brings photo pass, they'll, they'll find ways to, to bring people back in the fold if they need to. But no, by, by no stretch is this not just Disney going, we're going to take more money because we can take more money. And that again, they're a business. It's it's in PhotoPass Corp's best interest to continue showing the bigger bosses, hey guys, we're making more money this quarter than we did last quarter. And a easy way to do that is just increase the amount of money that you're going to charge people. So yeah, I, I I can totally see that. So the next thing in our notes, and I I gotta start with like. Foppin' Nerge? Yeah, I'm not a huge I'm not a huge proponent of Foppin' Nerge. Now you need to explain what the heck. So Fop is Flights of Passage, and Nerge would be the Navi River Journey. I don't think these are super good attractions to abbreviate, you know, because even NRJ is a bad way to say uh, Navi River Journey. But anyway, um, so Flights of Passage and Navi River Journey were so both... So Blue Flight, Blue Flight and Blue Boat and Blue Boat. Yes, <laughs> BF and BB uh, were both evacuated due to fire alarms. Uh, what, for twice in a day? Were they uh, both evacuated twice in a day? Apparently. So the, uh, this comes from chipandco.com. They had reported that the second time today we were hearing reports of both Avatar Flight of Passage and Navi River Journeys shutting down for extended periods of time. Earlier today, an evacuation of both rides and their queues occurred during due to fire alarm sensors being activated. So if the later one was fire, then the earlier one was fire alarm. But I, they said later in the article that there was no evidence of fire or intrusion. So yeah, I'm it wondering, sounds like maybe their fire system 
Yeah, it was just kind haywire. of on the fritz. Yeah. So so the only reason, and, and I'm the one who threw this into the show notes, so I'll take responsibility for foppin' nerge. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll also th- take responsibility for somebody going, now why are we talking about uh, a, a fire alarm thing going on during the podcast? The reason why I threw this in here is because I went, when I first saw the when I first saw the headline, I went, "Why did what happened over in Pandora that required everything to suddenly shut down?" And then as I read the article, I got to the part where it said both rides shut down because they both occupy the same building. And maybe you'd already noticed this, but I totally had not noticed that they were both in the same building. I did not. I had no idea. That's very interesting. Yeah, it's smart. It's definitely smart. Well, until a fire alarm goes off, right, and shuts down because that's both your that's that's all of your attractions for an entire land that go down when one thing goes wrong. Mm-hmm. I I mean, is that not putting all your eggs in one basket? Yeah, it's and I mean for a for a fire alarm that you know pretty clearly and and. For a fire alarm that that pretty clearly was, I don't want to say the word false alarm, but just some... No evidence of fire or intrusion was found. Therefore, I call that a false alarm. Right. And so, yeah, for one, for one, you know, miss, for one false alarm to basically lose both of your attractions, one of which had a six hour wait earlier this week is crazy. And then, you know, obviously there are, you know, protocols and things that Reedy Creek has to go through before they can allow the attraction to be reopened. And so you're just basically sitting around and waiting and they're closed and you have all these people who are in Pandora who possibly waited several hours to get into Pandora. Um and and the fast and <laughs> you thought the lines were long before. Well, all of the fast passes are getting backed up at this point. Right. And so people are going to be complaining, you know, you're not you're not getting rid of my flights of passage fast pass that I got 30 yeah. days out. I'm riding that sucker. Not not that not that Disney wouldn't let you do that. Disney is totally going to work around if a ride sure. goes one-on-one if there's any way they can do so. But you're just going to you're there's going to be a lot of upset people who now want to ride the attraction. And flights of passage regularly has a 3 to 4 hour queue. Uh, and that's three to four hours worth of people out in Pandora, you know, and, and then however long the river journey queue was, that's that many people also out in Pandora. Yes. All the people that these queues were eating suddenly right. were not being eaten anymore. Right. But so, yeah, as, as far as the same building occupation, occupation goes, uh, I guess these buildings are, you know, rather large because most of the queues for both of them are inside, as far as I know, as well as, you know, the show building. And the Flights of Passage show building doesn't have to be that big, but the River Journey one does. I mean, that's a physical journey down a river. So that's a pretty huge building. So I guess they can give them some physical separation, quote, you know? You can put the the queue for one on the complete opposite side of the queue for the other one and make them make them uh, appear to be far away from each other. But well, and when you've got a, when you have a four to five hour queue, that's a lot of air. I mean, yeah, the queue could be on, you know, the queue could start at dinosaur and just go more directly and you would right. could easily burn four or five hours. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I think I think it's uh, it's a smart idea, but I definitely did not know that, nor would I have ever thought that those two attractions were in one building. Yep, and it's a smart idea till something happens with the building. <laughs> so, yeah, but there was there were fire alarms. Let's all hope that whatever the issue is with that system, it gets sorted out because I don't want to have to ever uh, be involved in the aftermath of one of those, especially when we're still continuing to see these these crazy weights from time. Now, other times I see reasonable weights. I feel like I've seen like 150 minute wait on flights of passage, which I consider to be extremely reasonable given the time of year and how new that attraction is. But other times, yeah, 360 minutes is just crazy to me. Oh, my gosh. I don't even feel like, uh, what was that Harry Potter attraction inside Gringotts? Whenever Diagon Alley opened in Universal, that thing was getting up to, I think maybe that got up to 400 minutes when it opened. But, man, that is a long time to wait. I hope there's bathrooms in the queue. Uh, wait, wait. So you want to cover this? You want to cover this story real quick? Are there? That there is a, no, that there is a sandwich board outside of Flights of Passage informing you that there are no bathrooms anywhere. (laughs) The six hour, remember, remember Disney designed this queue to be what? Five hours long. Five hours. Yeah. Five hour queue they designed has no bathrooms available anywhere in the queue. I do love that there's a sign warning you. Yeah. There is a sandwich board letting you know. To to talk to a cast member, which, ooh, I mean, man, I sure hope I didn't have my big gulp before I got yeah. in line for that, because, ugh. But yes, there there are no there are no restrooms. I can definitively tell you because I've seen the photos. I'll include a photo somewhere in the show notes of <laughs> there are no bathrooms because you know I guess maybe the Navi don't don't use human type bathrooms. Sure. Yeah. And and okay, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be totally sounds like honest. a Joe Rody explanation for that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be totally honest. That really scares me because you're putting people in a line for five hours. You know what? Please leave the line, go to the bathroom, and come back. I will let you rejoin your family because I I can think about what the other option is, and I don't like the other option. Yeah, and I'm afraid the other option has probably already been used at this point, and. Uh, I hope not, especially since most of that queue is inside. Mm-hmm. Oof. I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. And you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day. Mm-hmm.